0: Hey everybody, Tony Thaxton here. Uh, let me tell you, this is another episode of Bizarre Singles that was featured originally over at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. Now, as you know, the Super Bowl was yesterday. Big event everybody talks about. And it's not every day that the winner of the Super Bowl happens to also have had a song that they released. And that that song that they released Was an 80s rap. So it felt like I needed to present this episode to the world. Now, quick note uh, this had been recorded back in 2020 when I was on tour with my band Motion City Soundtrack, and I was doing the best that I could to keep up with all the episodes while I was out on the road, which was not easy. So I had to record my voiceovers in the back of a tour bus. Uh, So it's a little noisier, and I tried to use some effects to make it not as noisy, but it makes it not sound as good. So Just wanted to let all that be known. Oh, and also, this is kind of a remastered episode as well, because there are a few corrections and a little bit more information I found out since originally releasing this episode. So this is a Bizarre Singles slash remastered episode. All right, let's do this. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great song. But I also love those strange songs that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Singles. Singles. course is the super bowl shuffle performed by the chicago bears shuffling crew well that's how it was credited it's the chicago bears probably the most well-known and successful song that a sports team has ever released and yes there are multiple i mean it was the 80s after all seems like anyone who was even remotely famous in the 80s had at least one song at some point the los angeles rams began way back in 1936 in Ohio as the Cleveland Rams. King Winter takes over for the pro football championship playoff at Icy Cleveland Stadium. The Cleveland Rams are cold. The Washington are cold. During that game, Sammy Baugh makes a pass from the end zone and it hits the goalpost and at that time the rule in the NFL was if a pass out of the end zone hit the goalpost, it was a safety. Later in the game, waterfield during a point after touchdown his ball hits the bar and dribbles over so the extra point is good and those two plays were the difference cleveland ram put the title on ice 15 to 14 that was author michael mccambridge from the nfl highlights youtube channel the year after their nfl championship game victory the rams moved to los angeles making way for the cleveland browns of the all-america football conference The Rams have the distinction of being the only NFL team to move to a new city the year following their championship win. The Rams made their first Super Bowl appearance in 1979 against the defending champion Pittsburgh Steelers. The game was played in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl, making it nearly a home game for the Rams. Despite that, the Steelers scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win their fourth Super Bowl, beating the Rams 31-19. And by the way, the MVP of that game was former Bizarre Album subject Terry Bradshaw. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill He sounds too blue to cry The midnight train is whining low I'm so lost They continued to be called the L.A. Rams, but they did move again. In 1980, they moved from the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum to Anaheim Stadium in Orange County. The move happened for two reasons. One was because of the NFL's blackout rule. Back then, games couldn't be shown on local TV if they didn't sell out within 72 hours of kickoff. The L.A. Coliseum held over 92,000 seats at the time, and the Rams could rarely sell that many tickets. Second, this move was following the population pattern in Southern California. Several new suburbs were built in the L.A. area. Anaheim Stadium was originally built in 1966 for the California Angels. To accommodate for the Rams' move, the ballpark was reconfigured to accommodate the capacity of 69,000 in the football configuration. Now, the Rams would have no problem selling out games. But then their record and their popularity started declining. That was until 1983, when two huge things came to the L.A. Rams. John Robinson was hired as their new head coach... And that same year, they drafted Southern Methodist University running back Eric Dickerson. And the Rams started winning again. And they were becoming championship contenders again. But as good as they were, in 1985, it was hard to compete with one of the greatest, if not the greatest, depending on who you ask, NFL team of all time. The 1985 Chicago Bears. The Bears were a phenomenon in '85. They only lost one game all season, ironically, to the only franchise to ever have an undefeated Super Bowl winning season, the Miami Dolphins. After the loss, the majority of the Bears roster went and recorded the song, The Super Bowl Shuffle. They became the first sports team to ever record a rap song. (laughs) Okay, so it turns out that's not true. I had this fact wrong because just one year prior, and I did another episode of this on Patreon, the San Francisco 49ers in 1984 released their own rap, and they won the Super Bowl that year. It's called We're the 49ers. the Bears would actually face the Rams in the NFC Championship game and completely shut them out on their way to their Super Bowl XX victory. But again, this was the 80s. The Rams wanted in on the wrapping. Let's Ram It was recorded in 1985 and released as a 12-inch single. The single says, performed by many of your favorite Los Angeles Rams, featuring pictures of Nolan Cromwell, Leroy Irvin, Jackie Slater, and Eric Dickerson, just to name a few. The song was produced by Richard A. Tufo and Bobby Daniels, with Tufo also being one of the song's co-writers. Richard Tufo had written songs for Curtis Mayfield, Gladys Knight, and the Doobie Brothers. Bobby Daniels was also one of the co-writers of the Super Bowl Shuffle. The music was recorded at Red Label Recording Studios in Chicago, while the Rams recorded their vocals back in California at Sound Affair Recording. And, sing, and our dance is not pretty, but we'll do our best for the team and the city. So get on your feet and clap your hands. Let's ram it right now with the LA Ram. Hollywood handsome, Dodge City tough. If you throw it my way, it's gonna get rough. I like to ram it, as you can see, nobody likes ramming any more than me. They call me Gina, nobody dresses sweater. But under this cool is a quarterback, Mr. I come from the end, looking for the sack. I don't stop coming till I put them on the back. This Limousine Winnie, my moves are like dreams. They call me the Demon O Special Team. I know how to rock from the toes to the head when I pull the Apparently, Rams wide receiver Ron Brown was actually friends with a then 20 year old Dr. Dre, who was still a year away from starting N.W.A. Brown recommended his friend Dre to the team to have him either mix the song or make the video. Reports seem to conflict there, Uh, but they had already sorted all of that out. So imagine that. The Rams even shot a music video for the song. According to a 2016 article on Let's Ram It from Yahoo Sports' shutdown corner written by Frank Schwab, quote, Nobody can recall exactly when the video was filmed, whether it was late in the 1985 regular season or during the playoffs. But one thing everyone remembers is that the shoot lasted past midnight on the player's day off. And you can see in the video that some seasons are in daylight and others at night. End quote. Red in here, I'm a pumpin' eyed man. If Eric can't get it, I will and I can't. I'm strong as you come, but I've got a brain. And stopping me is like stopping a train. I'm Carl the general of the deep. I make the calls, I'm the coaching elbow. This motorcycle who has got style and class. If you come my way, I'll knock you on your the names intimidating. The The passing my way, I'll see you later. Quick on my feet, the ladies agree. Before they know if they'll ram it, they're ramming with me. The yes, Iceman, come on, Leroy is the name. I cover the corner, interception's my game. Score more than anybody else on the beat, cause I move like a cat, as you will see. The guys call me dick instead of dick, the sun. I lead the ranges on the Rams' top gun. They say I'm as smooth as a runner can be. Even sweetness, and the others are talking about me. I like to dance and have a lot of fun when it comes to ladies. What a brainy one. But enough about me, we will a ram it, you see. If you ram it just right, you can ram it all night. Ramsguard Dennis Harris said, quote, the Chicago Bears had their video. All of a sudden, a guy approached us. Coach Robinson knew and said, go ahead and do it as long as it didn't distract us and it was done in the right way and we didn't make fools of ourselves. We should have listened to him a little more. There were a lot of fools out there. He later goes on to say, it was our day off. So we had a few beverages. It was a long day. By the end of the day, I needed a ride home in more ways than one. All I got out of it was a wasted day off and a hangover. End quote. Several of the players have spoken about how cold it was during the shoot, and Leroy Irvin even called it one of the worst nights of his life. The video really does need to be seen to be believed, and it's on YouTube, so I'll post the video on the Bizarre Albums Twitter, at Bizarre Albums, and I'll try and make a clip for Instagram, too, also at Bizarre Albums, so be following those. The video has rapping, dancing, fake saxophone playing, weird sexual innuendos, and what more do you need? Neither the song nor the video were a hit. But after the Rams moved back to Los Angeles in 2016 after spending several years in St. Louis, the video resurfaced and is actually played in the stadium before home games. <laughs> that's gonna do it. This is Tony present day in 2022. The original ending had me talking about the tour I was on back in 2020. Why some of the audio is a little funny sounding here and everything. And, uh, you know, I don't really ever talk too much about going on tour, but the tour I was supposed to be on got postponed. And, uh, the Motion City Soundtrack tour is now happening in June and July. And, uh, so if you never got tickets to that, uh, now is your chance, because uh, it'll be happening, fingers crossed, June and into July. So, check that out, and as always, if you like these, there's more on Patreon. Episodes of Bizarre Singles at patreon.com slash bizarre albums. Alright, thanks everybody, and we'll see you back for a regular episode next week.